You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Dominos. Chennai were on a three-game winning streak, and Rajasthan, on the contrary, they had lost their last couple. But when has the form book ever been the guiding parameter in the Indian T20 league? Right? Anyone can beat anyone on their day, and today it was Rajasthan's day. beating chennai by 32 runs ayas dominating performance well i think a very creditable performance in fact yes you're right it's a dominating performance because it it didn't seem that they were you know likely to lose this match after they posted 200 plus and you know they just kind of almost choked uh, chennai at the start you know and once when the when the asking rate goes up to about 14 15 very early in the match then it looks like you know it's going to be very difficult to chase down a, a target as big as this and that's exactly what happened and i think what's really creditable for rajasthan is that they've beaten chennai twice in this tournament already now chennai is amongst the better teams or amongst the best teams till this day uh, and to to do that twice is is i think a very fine achievement and it's put rajasthan back in the running for finishing with top honors in the in the in the points there's still some way to go of course but after a you know to defeat kind of a slump they've just come roaring back let me quickly take you through the game then rajasthan batted first and scored 202 runs which is a tournament record highest at the savai mansingh stadium mind you yashasvi jaiswal with another half century and in response chennai could only score 170 shivam dubey scored a 50 as before we even get to the game let's talk about the toss I mean how rare is it that a captain opts to bat first in a night T20 game these days right but Rajasthan remember they lost their last two games while chasing and Sanju Samson decided to back Rajasthan's strength this is now an era of analytics and stuff but playing to your strength is also important isn't it oh it absolutely is and we've seen some uh, you know unconventional decisions being taken this this India T20 league season uh, normally teams like to chase but now we found that teams bringing the toss also want to bat first sometimes i feel that you know just having a big score on the board 200 200 plus gives you that you know that kind of uh, self confidence and the belief that you can hold your own remember had they finished with about 15 20 25 runs fewer then it could have been you know the game could have gone anywhere but that's more into ifs and buts i think overall when you look at the match today i think rajasthan were on top right from the from the first ball or at least from the first over till the end absolutely and they were on top because the opener started well let's talk about yashasvi jaiswal 77 runs in 43 deliveries third half century of the season and let me tell you that he has already gone past his last season's total we are only midway through the season of course we have been speaking about ruturaj gaikwad all throughout the season but ayaz yashasvi he could be another star in the making for the national team right oh absolutely and imagine a scenario where he and ruturaj open the innings together because both are young guys uh, and remember there's a massive fight for places in the indian team so even the established players can't take their places for granted i think yashashvi jaiswal has got you know he's a very uh, he's got a lot of flair and he's also a very high energy player he he he's got a very wide repertoire of strokes so He's not a batsman you can keep quiet once he settles into his groove. He's not, you know, Ruturaj Gaikwad plays a lot through the line. He drives in front of the wicket and plays through the line more or less, you know, in the V, so to speak, if I'm if I'm going to talk conventional cricket jargon. 
Yashasvi Jaiswal has got uses the the horizontal bat also extremely well. He's a terrific cutter and a puller, and you know just it's it's very difficult to kind of keep him quiet once he gets going. And this is going to be he's going to be one of the most difficult batsmen to control uh, or contain in the in this league. Absolutely. Now he and Ruturaj could be a great opening pair, as you say. But we might have found a finisher in Dhruv Jurel as well. Thirty-four of fifteen today. Now Ayaz. We have seen the likes of Shahrukh Khan and Abhinav Manohar selling for premiums because there aren't many upcoming Indian finishers. Let's let's say uh, Dhruv Jurel, he is proving to be among the best of of the lot, isn't it? Like he seems to be a tailor-made finisher. Yes, I think what's important is the way the game has evolved, this format, and the realization amongst teams, players, captains, and coaches that you know somebody who. comes into bat has got 15 18 deliveries to play and if he delivers 35 38 runs he's got far more value than somebody who might be looking a better player in terms of technique but can't deliver as many runs so in the, in terms of finishing unless you're batting 8 9 10 overs then you know how strongly you bat through the innings is of consequence but when you come in with very few deliveries deliveries remaining and then you optimize all of those then your value obviously goes up and i think this is what is becoming very clear as we as the season evolves that these players are becoming priceless we've seen that in the case of rinku singh we've seen that to an extent with chimran hetmeyer though he's a far more established player uh, for for rajasthan itself and you know and each team seems to have that i mean somebody like a shahrukh khan he's not looking half the player he was last season but he's also in the same mold except that he's just not been able to deliver the runs Absolutely. Now Chennai conceded 49 runs in the last three overs. We have been praising their bowling unit all throughout the season, rightfully so, mind you. But then again, it's also a very young and raw unit. I ask, at the death, perhaps you need a little bit of maturity, isn't it? The likes of Tushar Deshpande, Mathisha Pathirana, they might not be there to save you every day. That's true, and it seems to have you know been the case uh, in in this match because Patilana looked so good in the so impressive in the previous match, uh, didn't really deliver the goods for his captain in this match, and I, look, it's a great learning curve for him. But Chennai need to be careful because they seem very strongly poised to make it to the playoffs. I can't see them not making it to the playoffs. But by the time you reach the playoffs, and once once you're in the playoffs, your margins. for error are virtually zero so whatever sorting out needs to be done has to be done in the next couple of matches and another rather bizarre aspect of chennai's performance today was their opening stand bizarre i say because ruturaj gaikwad and mohin ali they have been the most dominating opening pair this season just the 42 runs in power play this time around rajasthan mind you had scored 64 was the batting too timid or was the bowling too good Well, I I think you know you have to give credit to the bowlers, isn't it? Because as you mentioned, uh, Ruthraj Gaikwad and Conway have been Conway uh, Conway rather absolutely have have been the you know have been amongst if not the best opening pair amongst the best certainly, and for for them to be bottled up like that, one of them of course was was not you know just couldn't get going. I think Devin Devin Conway was struggling a bit, uh, but you have to give credit where it's due, and I think Rajasthan overall just bowled so much better than Chennai. when you look at look at the whole sweep of the match you'll find that the fast bowlers at crucial overs in the middle overs ravi ravi ashwin coming in and picking up a couple of wickets in one over and then just completely stunting uh, chennai's growth and so on till the last over bowled by kuldeep sen 
everywhere it seemed that rajasthan whenever there was a need they came up with a you know with a performance that could just take their agenda ahead of winning the match now i as i might have confused devan conway for mohin ali but let's say chennai are also a bit confused about mohin ali's role isn't it <laughs> yeah, i think at number 6 number 7 what do you make of this yeah he's batting number 6 number 7 sometimes he's coming into bowl you know he's uh, after the other spinners Uh, you know i i think dhoni is using him like a you know like a x factor in in the in the scheme of things it's worked very well remember he's done a, a lot of good for chennai over the past past couple of seasons sometimes it comes a little unstuck i think what they need from moin is of course uh, uh, some more runs whenever he comes into bat at whatever position because and, and especially in a match like today where you've lost a couple of wickets in in one over to ashwin and then you need somebody to make up for that and then that's where mohin with all his rich experience has to come good so while he made a good 20 odd it wasn't good enough to take them home not only not take them home but not even come within striking distance and that's something that will bother them uh, or it at least should be a source of worry in fact that he's not bowling his four overs you must leave it i think or one must leave it to dhoni because that's the way he's been using moin for a long while now now moin ali and shivam dubey's partnership brought chennai back in the hunt uh, but then again the partnership was broken by adam zampa three wickets by him today and not many might know this that his average in this competition is less than 20 that's quite impressive now i ask do we as fans and pundits and then again the franchises do we tend to underrate zampa at times i don't think there is any scope for underestimating zampa if you look at his record in white ball cricket and that's why he's is you know he's been he's come back to play uh, he was picked up by rajasthan uh, adam zampa he had, you know he was out of favor for a while and that was because he didn't you know kind of make it to in in the pandemic make it to the, to the league but he's he's of of great value and i think this is the strength of rajasthan they've got three spinners all of whom are match winners if like zampa won the match today in my opinion three wickets but ashwin wasn't too far behind with a couple of wickets on some other day it'll be yuzvendra chahal picking up two or three wickets and breaking the back of the opponents in the middle overs and so on and then of course they've also got some fine fast bowlers in in holder bolt when he's playing uh, kuldeep sen and sandeep sharma i think he's you know highly underrated this boy even if he's not picking up wickets he's so clever and so frugal that he's extremely high value for his team ayaz we have spoken about almost everyone but we haven't spoken about the main man that is dhoni now the <laughs> crowd was cheering for dhoni the entire universe seemingly was cheering for dhoni probably the entire milky way was cheering for dhoni but where was dhoni he was padded up but he is batting below ravindra jadeja and jadeja mind you has been struggling with the ball Uh, with the bat rather all throughout the season uh, what do you make of dhoni's batting position this doesn't seem to make sense right well i mean you know one has to now accept that dhoni this is not dhoni of 10 years back you know so even he knows that everybody knows that he's he's going to come in and play these cameos uh, and and depends on the on the attack and the pitch he's not he's not the most comfortable against slow bowlers and spinners as we know he's at his best against fast bowlers so in a, in a team packed with three or four spinners then he's going to hold himself back and push the others up the order like a moin ali to go and hit the bowler of his length or 
you know, Ambati Raidu, the way he came and the first ball or the second ball he faced from Ashwin, he tried to hit him out of the park. Of course, the run rate was mounting, but I think that Dhoni now sees his role as to, you know, basically captain the team and then, of course, come in and chip in with, you know, blazing 20 or 18 or whatever it is to take the team home rather than play the 70-80 run knock, which means you have to bat for a long while. I don't, you know, to be fair to him, uh, he spent most of his career doing that. And now I think he's, he's taken this onus, which is of a slightly different kind. But this also means that his when he comes in is very crucial. So his the timing of his arrival in the middle is very crucial. But even more crucial is what everybody else before him does. Because if they leave 18-20 runs to get per over for him, then it's asking for the impossible. You know, I mean, at this stage, and it, it would be tough for any player in in the peak in in his peak form, or when somebody's even 10, 12 years younger. Now, lastly, let's talk about tomorrow's game. Punjab taking on Lucknow. Quite a few similarities between the teams. Uh, they both have won four games, but then again, they are teams who struggle to win games on the bounce. They struggle for momentum. Ayaz, which way do you think this is going? Well, on paper, Lucknow seem to have the far better team, and I'm a little surprised, as you mentioned, that they've been so staccato in their performances. They are do- damn good on one day, not so good the other day. Punjab uh, also, I mean, that early on they were missing Rabada, and didn't seem like a, a team which had gelled a lot, though they have two outstanding performers in Shikhar Dhawan and Ashdeep, even when Rabada and Liam Livingston and some of the others were not there. I don't know if Shikhar will play or not tomorrow. If he does, it's, it'll be a great, you know, shot in the arm for Punjab. Uh, but Punjab have beaten Mumbai, you know, that was a big deal, beat, coming to Mumbai and beating Mumbai, and that will have filled them with confidence. This is a, they haven't been, in my opinion, and frankly, that's true of both teams. They haven't been able to live, uh, uh, establish a level of excellence that will tell you that hey, you know. This 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 team can certainly win the next match. I mean, Chennai did it for a fair while till they lost today, and Rajasthan did it early on in the in the tournament, and then they lost two in the trot. And Gujarat also had a couple of hiccups. So the point is, this is going to this has become a very unpredictable league, as we know. The T20 format itself is so unpredictable, but this season seems to have many swings and many ups and downs. That's the fun of the T20 format. That's the fun of the Indian T20 league. And Dhoni might not have arrived to bat today, but tell you what, Ayaz will be definitely here for tomorrow's podcast as well. Ayaz, like always, thanks for your time. Thanks, Ita. Catch up tomorrow. Cheers. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Dominoes. This is a quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Shuvaditya Bose, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palor, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.